The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. If you would like to learn how to support this podcast, visit www.patreon.com slash writing excuses. Season 17, Episode 45. This is Writing Excuses, Bodies, Tech, and Character. Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Mary Robinette. I'm Chelsea. I'm Fran. And I'm ready to be augmented so I can be that smart. All right. And we're going to be talking about a staple of science fiction and the real world, honestly, which is how bodies and tech interact and how that can be used for character development in fiction. So, Fran, can you tell us a little bit about some of the things that you see when we're we're looking at bodies and tech? Definitely. Um, I, you know, I started thinking about this issue a long time ago, actually back when I was a um, very young writer and a kid in a back brace, because a lot of the um, stories that identify, I identified with as, as that kind of reader were spaceship stories, um, specifically uh, things like um, The Ship Who Sang, which has many different 
built-in problems, including eugenics, but it was literally a body encased in a shell, which I empathized with greatly at the time. And also a little bit later in my reading and writing career, um, Bill Gibson's Winter Market, which is um, a short story in Burning Chrome that has a character who is um, encased in a um, mechanical augmentation that allows her to move in the world. Um, she's got a genetic uh, disability that um, means that she has trouble doing so without it. And it um, breaks down on her and she makes an artistic choice in the story. And it just resonated with me so much that I ended up writing a response to that um, because I realized that in Gibson's world, this augmentation was geared to slowly kill the character. And I wondered what would happen if there was a world where um, augmentation was not only supportive, but also beautiful and um, really gave a character the ability to move freely within the world. So in Happenstance, which we're linking to, it's a story that appeared in Reckoning uh, 3, which was edited by um, Arkady Martin. That um, body cage exoskeleton augmentation became a see-through solar charged um, support system, which actually I would very much like to have one of. Um, and so that's part of what I want to talk about today. The other part is that um, a lot of times when you see in science fiction, augmentations are either ugly or obtrusive or, or slowly killing the person. And there's a lot of new fiction out there as well as reality where augmentations are gorgeous and are beautiful in many different ways. And I think that um, it's useful to think about how if a character has a choice about their augmentations, what would they design it to be like? Um, so that's where I want us to start. And if we can get back around to the killjoys, I definitely want to talk about the killjoys. <laughs> Fantastic. So I'm I'm going to first uh, kind of let's talk about what we mean by an augmentation, because I think a lot of times people go to the most extreme measures, which is like which is the the, uh, you know, the ugly hand in Star Wars. Um, but. You mean the ugly right. robotic hand that multiple characters seem to acquire over the course of time? <laughs> Luke's yeah. got one. Darth Vader's got one. It's the same story over and over again that makes you less human. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, and, but the property uh, master was, worked really hard on that thing. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. It's it's it's, it's, it's yes, ugly in it's, the sense of like in in terms of. It's well executed. Yes, it was well executed, but it was a plot device yeah. in which Luke Skywalker discovers that he is becoming like his nemesis, Darth Vader, in the same way that young George Lucas eventually turned into old George Lucas. <laughs> But also, like, dark, Darth Vader's lack of humanity is embodied yeah. in his augmentations. And I yeah. feel like um, that's something that we should go back to go back to Mary Robinette's focusing moment, which was very nice. Um, we should talk about what augmentations are. They are eyeglasses. They are, yes. um, you know, I, I use a cane. That is an augmentation that allows me to be in the world comfortably and to move around. There are augmentations like um, the model um, 
Victoria Modesta, who is an amputee, has um, leg augmentation that allows her to put different legs on, um, including one that has a goldfish in it and one that um, is entirely chrome. It is a chrome prism that ends in a point. Um, these are spectacular. In uh, Lois McMaster Bejold's uh, Vorkosigan series, I think the I think it's uh, a civil campaign is the novel where the guy who has the brain implant uh, gets infected with a virus that removes his eidetic memory brain implant, and he is suddenly lost, uh, like like physically lost, can't navigate town because he's been so dependent on this, and then someone tells him, well, why don't you just get a pad with a map on it and, and take notes? And, and so he gets the same sort of little, you know, like a phone that we have today. The novel was written in 2000. And so we didn't have iPhones yet. Um, but, uh, he gets one of those and his, his awakening is, oh my gosh, everybody already has these augments it's all the information is here and i didn't i didn't need to see it before you know the eidetic memory let him never forget things but it didn't let him look things up and mm-hmm. i think of my my phone and i referred to these devices in the schlock mercenary universe as hand brains yep and i did it for exactly that reason they it are absolutely yeah it has they're changed totally. our behavior and Um, and some of them are quite beautiful and some of them are less, but one of the things that I really wish, um, more, more stories and characters would explore is sort of the pluses and minuses of any augmentation. Um, you see that in, in some stories where, you know, the battery runs out or the thing is trying to, you know, cause difficulty, but you, what, what we're seeing in the real world, especially with exoskeletons and also um, like artificial legs, there are models who can have legs of different heights. Um, there are mm-hmm. runners who use uh, the, the different um, spring legs to run faster, but the model one is really interesting because there's, there's one model who was like, yeah, if I want to be seven feet tall, I can be, I just put on my tall legs. And she got so much pushback of, you can't do that because that's not fair. And what we, as, as in the disability community have experienced over time is that a lot of the augmentations that we've received back braces in in particular are really ugly. They're that like particular color of plastic that sort of is like white or yellow, very uncomfortable. And the fact that so many things are starting to become more beautiful, including back braces, including um, braces for hands and legs, they look like race cars now, I think is part and parcel of the fact that we're starting to see augmentation in different ways as supportive rather than um, some sort of, dare I say it, medical punishment for being disabled, Um, like sort of like the hand that we were talking about with Star Wars. Hey, writers, are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. 
They use an immersive technique, which leads to fast language acquisition. It's an intuitive process that helps you really learn to speak, listen, and most of all, think in the language you're trying to learn. They also feature true accent speech recognition technology that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a voice coach in your home. Learn at home or on the go with a desktop and mobile app that let you download and access lessons even when you're offline. And it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership gives you access to all 25 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Japanese, and, of course, Korean. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Writing Excuses listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah. I want to um, dig into this a little bit more, but first I'd like for us to pause for our book of the week. Uh, and Fran, I think you were going to uh, tell us a little bit about a rover's story. I am. I am so excited about this. This is um, Tech on the Move. Uh, Jasmine Warga um, wrote a picture book, uh, which is good for all ages, um, called A Rover's Story. And um, it is about resilience, the Mars rover um, that is determined to live up to his name, um, which is, you know, the the discovery of um, ways to explore Mars and how to be resilient um, without, you know, with in in situations that the rover finds itself in. It's just it's fantastic. It's just come out 
And the reviews are over the moon. This has gotten, you know, tons of starred reviews from Kirkus and Publishers Weekly, but it's also just really beautifully done. Um, the illustrator, I'm trying to find the illustrator for this. Yikes. I will find the illustrator and put it in the notes, but um, the, the cover is just fantastic. If you can, if you can go and see it, I just wanted to praise that as well. So that's a Mars rover, or a rover story. A rover story. A rover yes, story. A rover story. Right. So Chelsea, you had some thoughts about uh, cyberpunk uh, and Mecca, and um, and and I was wondering if you could, like, when we're talking about augmentation, how how do you see those uh, those things meshing? It's just um, one of the things that I was thinking about, about like with augmentation, um, my mind immediately read, leapt to science fiction and specifically science fiction of like the late 80s, early 90s and some of the geek stuff that I was doing around there. One of the things was the cyberpunk trope of the like the street samurai, um, somebody who has like, gotten all of these bodily augmentations to make them faster uh, to make them deadlier, to make them more dangerous. And, um, like, you see it over and over again. Like, we can go all the way back to Molly Millions in 1985 um, with her, like, nails, like the little razors underneath her nails. And I always thought that it was really interesting that what I read a lot was the idea that if you got too many of these augmentations, you kind of lost your comfortable grasp on the consciousness that makes you human. And I was always like, but why? Why does it do that? And the best answer I came up with is because it wouldn't be a good game mechanic if it didn't. Hmm. And it always kind of felt a little bit artificial to me. Um, and the other thing too is that like I was you know, watching anime and reading manga at the time. And so there was the big mecha suit idea of this dude getting into this big armored suit, you know, and like being able to run around and like blast things or like, you know, fight giant dinosaur fire breathing lizards or whatever it is that they needed to do in order to be heroes. But there was a lot of time, this kind of this thread going on about, the person being encased in this like strong, nearly invincible body that protects like the vulnerable human underneath. And that there was always kind of a, a story going on about how being inside the mech basically protected you from like emotional damage. <laughs> and, and I kind of want to like, I would love to be able to sit down and kind of question that kind of thing, like to be able to go into literature and have a conversation with this idea that augmentation um, that changes your body makes you less human. Because I kind of think like the augmentation that changes your body can very often be like, an affirmation of like your own internal sense of what your body could be. Um, you know, it, it could be that, you know, you always felt like, you know what, I'm going to be seven feet tall today because I can. And I kind of think that's amazing, right? Like 
that's so cool. And I'm a little bit jealous. And I think that's why people are like, you can't do that because I can't do that. And now I'm mad because I can't. Um, and the third thing that I was thinking about was like, basically like putting your consciousness into a virtual reality where you're getting, um, sensory input, like, um, SimSense in like the Shadowrun game and, um, that sort of thing where you can like just hook up and experience like somebody else's experience. And again, it's this whole kind of like alienation from your body theme going on. And I, I, you know, kind of want to talk about those things. Can we talk about those things? I mean, Bill Gibson's <laughs> The Peripheral, which is like a, a, a modernized cyberpunk look at, at the future, does that exactly using peripheral bodies to be in different versions of reality, which is, is super cool. But I, mm. I think um, I'm going to, I love your point that sort of the, the allowing ourselves to be more of how we see ourselves in the world is, is a really important shift um, both for fiction and for disability like as being seen as individuals with wants and needs that we and, and agency has been um, something of a huge push across all aspects of disability over the past 20 years. And it's going to continue that way. And I think that, that things, fiction is reflecting that versus that sort of super soldier aspect of, of yeah. mechas that uh, we used to get, like yeah. the, the, the evolution of mechas to, um, you know, the, the support structure suits that, that people are actually making and designing now for, to help, you know, people walk and exist in the world is pretty amazing. Look at uh, season 18 of Dancing with the Stars, Amy Purdy dancing the quick step to uh, uh, Dancing with Derek Huff, song is You Can't Hurry Love. Oh, by the way, she's a double amputee and has the little silver, uh, the curved S-curve spring feet on. It is glorious to watch. Absolutely glorious, amazing, glorious and beautiful, and uh, and scored very, very highly. Um, and I, I bring that up because it's a real world thing you can watch and you can see and you can you can partake in. The other thing that's uh, a, a little harder to find, you might have to Google for it, is uh, drywall stilts. Yep, guys who wear yep. big drywall legs and back braces in order to put drywall on ceilings. It is magnificent to watch. Does it make them less human? No, it makes them not fall off of scaffolding. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we use we use drywall stilts all the time in, in puppetry and and a lot of the 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 tools that um there there's a, a certain amount of overlap um in in the way these things are uh, internalized and used, but going back to the dancing with the stars, um, it's it like watching the quick step is cool. Um, what's actually for me more interesting is because I watched that season in real time uh, because I have a deep weakness for it. Is that for each dance, 
she and Derek had to experiment to find out which of her legs were going to be the correct leg for any given dance. And and that's one of the, the pieces is that these augments are often purpose-built to do one thing and to do one thing really well. And it's very cool to think about for science fiction. It's like, oh, I've got this augment and it can do this and it can do that and it can do this other thing. And I have to tell you that that is not how machines work and augments are machines. Uh, and this is, again, you know, using the puppetry as a, a metaphor Puppets are always purpose-built to do one thing and to do that thing very well. And any time you try to add complexity and and have it do more than one thing, um, that's when you get things that break and become unreliable, which is the exact opposite of what you want for someone who is using this to give them additional support in their life. It's It's a totally different call when it is a stylistic or aesthetic choice. And a lot of times, like with glasses, um, with canes, like a, a sword cane seems like a really cool idea, but it's actually terrible for as a cane cane. Nobody ever wants to let guy. me have a sword cane. Why is that? Well, uh, Fran, we have met you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but but okay, my cane for instance, folds up so that if I am, say, on a plane and they're like, okay, put away all of your stuff, I can fold it up and I'll still have access to it so that I can, you know, get up and and get to the bathroom or do whatever, which is nice. Like that's a that's an augmentation of an augmentation. Yeah. And and again, it's like you can have it fold up or you can have a sword. You cannot have a folding sword. No. Um no. that that would be I submit. <laughs> you could have a cane that folds up, but the the head of the cane is actually quite, mm, let's say, robust. <laughs> so that you can deliver a drubbing if you need to drub. Yes. Well, speaking of drubbings, I unfortunately have to drub uh, my my lovely uh, podcasters into uh, moving us on to homework. homework. So, Fran, you've got the homework assignment. I do have the homework assignment. The homework assignment this week is to, uh, in the context of the world that you're writing right now, whatever it is, um, those of you listening, I would love for you to envision an augmentation for a character that is both beautiful and useful. And those are entirely your own definitions of beauty and usefulness. That's great. All right, everyone, you've got your homework assignment, so you are out of excuses. Now go write. For this episode of Writing Excuses, your hosts were Mary Robinette Kowal, C.L. Polk, Fran Wilde, and Howard Taylor. This episode was engineered by Daniel Thompson and mastered by Alex Jackson. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.